Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. My name is Nigel. That's Jason Hammer right over there with a very special guest on the 93 WIBC hotline. She is one half of the Chicks on the Right. Daisy joins us. And Daisy, Joe Biden's speech in Vietnam, (laughs) even by Joe Biden's standards, which is pretty low, was one of the most embarrassing things that I have seen in a long time. Hell, at one point, Daisy, he says he wants to go to bed. So I'm curious as to your thoughts. Am I just overreacting here or have we reached rock bottom? I think you're totally overreacting, Jason. I'm, listen, I've, decided, I've decided that I'm going to run for president in 2056. I'm announcing it today on your show. I'm going to be in 2056. I'm going to be 85 years old. I'm going to be in my my slacks and comfortable shoes era. My eating my eating at cafeterias, eating at cafeterias at 3 p.m. era. And I'm going to be blind by that point because I'm already going blind. I mean, I barely can see now. I'm going to have, like, (laughs) severe osteoporosis. Everything's going to be breaking. But listen, it's like that's the prime time to run for president is at 85, right? This is what we've learned. Like, it's like nobody, everybody, no one's going to, like, resist. I mean, this is people are going to say, because Nancy Pelosi's running again. for We we learned that she's going to be running again for her. I mean, it's like no one bastardizes. This is People are, if the older you get, the more qualified you are, because this is what Joe Biden says to us. He says, I'm wise, right? I mean, like, when you get older, you become wiser. This is what he says. This is what they're spinning. They're spinning it as he's wiser now. So I've decided I'm going to run for president in 2056. Well, I won't be alive then, but I'll I'll vote for you uh, posthumously. I think you should stay alive just so you can be my campaign manager. I expect you to, like... Register as a Democrat, Nige. Your vote will still count. Um, But, Daisy, like, there are two different things going on here. Yes, Joe Biden is old and decrepit and should not be anywhere near uh, the Oval Office or the national stage. But at the same time, as a country, we have to move on. And the rest of the world saw that. Everybody watched Joe Biden go up there and say, I have to call on these certain reporters or I will get yelled at. And then he says he wants to go to bed. And then they cut off his (laughs) press conference when he's still trying to talk to one of the pre-approved questions. The rest of the world sees this. We're in trouble because if yeah, we're in trouble. any yeah, one of these are. world leaders, they realize, well, we got about a year until the next presidential election. If we want to get over on the U.S., man, buckle up because this next year is going to be interesting. Oh my God, it's awful. Listen, I mean, it's, we all, I, at least a lot of us who can think critically know that he's not the one running the country anyway, right? There's like somebody behind the scenes pulling the strings. There are like a bunch of people, a gaggle of people who are, are pulling the strings. And so I think that's proof because he's like, I'm taking orders from somebody who's telling me this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's proof right there that somebody else is pulling the strings or like a group of people are. And then on top of that, yeah, you're right. Like the rest, the rest of the world is looking at this guy and they're like, he's weak. So we all look weak. And I don't know how Democrats defend this. I really just, I mean, I don't. You even have, like, Shank Uger, the Young Turks dude. He's oh, even, yeah. like, making comments over the weekend. He was like, this is just, I mean, it's embarrassing. It's, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course. But he was talking about how this is just embarrassing and they, we cannot run this guy again. So even they're recognizing that, like, this is a joke. They're going to have to put somebody else 
and his spot. They cannot run. He cannot do this for four more years. He can't do it now, let alone for four more years. I mean, I don't. How old is he going to be? He's going to be what? Like eighty six, eighty seven by the time. He's, it's and it's like it's not at this at this point it's like listen even there I'm sure that there are eighty year olds who are cognitively better off than he is. Uh, my grandma's eighty nine and she sure as hell is. Right, and I'm so I'm sure there are. But like, do you, do you really want to be running? The, you want to be in charge of the free world. I mean, you really want to be the guy running or the woman running the the United States of America. You want to be that person at at eighty something years old. I mean, do you guys want to do that? I don't want to do no. that in my age. I mean, we talked about this last week because we had a story that the Rolling Stones are putting out new music. Mick Jagger is eighty right yeah. now. He's eighty. He looks like a million damn dollars. He's up yeah, there he dancing. Does. He's cognitive. He can do interviews. He can entertain right. people. Joe right. Biden told the world at a meeting he <laughs> wants to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, and I think and remember he walked out of that that uh, he walked out of some it was like the Medal of Honor recipient. Yeah, for the week. Vietnam and the helicopter pilot. Uh-huh. It just yeah, like put them, that was so embarrassing and so cringeworthy so and disrespectful. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he crapped his pants. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> you know, the Let's funny thing we, we always talk about on the show is that when Democrats do criticize Joe Biden, it's not for his policies. It's not for the southern border. It's not for the economy. It's not for foreign policy. It's like it's his age. It's always his age. And I do find that fascinating that, that they want this guy out of there, but they always blame the age. Hell, even CNN reported on how KJP interrupted Joe Biden during that press conference in Vietnam. And just I've never seen anything like that before. There's yeah. a whole litany. There's a whole list of things. Joe Biden's age is probably eighth on that list uh, with problems with this president. Yeah, that's a great point because he's running the country into the ground, yeah. and then he and then he signed that. What was it? The, he, or he put on on Twitter last week something about you know shutting down the Alaskan pipeline stuff. Like our gas prices are about to skyrocket again. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's yeah, also seven again, seven different leases. I believe he shut down. Yeah, yeah, and so people. I mean, that's in the background. So you see all this fumbling and bumbling that he's doing on the world stage. And people are kind of distracted when they see that. They see how old he is and how embarrassing he is and what a just a disgrace he is from a just a public display standpoint. And then you look at everything that he's doing just to destroy this country when it comes to just economic policy and, and national security policy. Every all the policies are just suck immigration that are coming yeah. out of this. Right. And on the yeah. subject of immigration, Daisy, now, because you live in Texas, so I'm fascinated yeah. to hear your perspective on this. You've got New York City, Sanctuary City, Whoa. their mayor, Eric Adams, all of a sudden is complaining that there's too many folks coming to his sanctuary city. You live in Texas, Daisy, so oh I'm curious God. as to your thoughts and what you're hearing from New York politicians. I, I have to keep it clean, right? I have to keep my thoughts clean because we're on radio and I'm not on a podcast. Okay, so my thoughts are welcome to the party, pal. Yep. Like, where, like this, I, can you even believe this guy? I, I just, I, I want to say all the words. And I'm, and I'm not the only one here in Texas. I, mean, I just can't believe what a hypocrite this guy is where he was saying all these years and calling people like me, you know, racist and xenophobic for wanting people to follow the laws of the land to come over here legally. And when they come over illegally, he was saying things like, oh, come on in. You know, we'll welcome you. We're a sanctuary city. Come on in. It's like and I don't know why people like DeSantis and people, you know, who 
want these folks to follow the laws are just so awful. We're terrible people. This is what he said about people like me who wanted people to follow the law, the rule of law. And now, man, he's changed his tune. And why is that? Because migrants are in his backyard. And now he's, he's, changed to, he's changed his tune completely because it is affecting him. And that's what these yahoos do. When a migrant is right there in front of his face and in his backyard and in his home, he doesn't want them. And that's what these people do. That's what these liberals do. And you know what? He is a giant hypocrite. And when he's faced with that, when he's faced with that label of hypocrisy, he'll say, oh, no, 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 I'm not a hypocrite at all. I'm not. But he is. He's the very definition of hypocrite. And not only that, but his excuse is, you know, New York City, we don't have enough room for these. It's like 100,000. Like, what does he think, with with all the money and the infrastructure and the space in in New York, and he's saying he can't handle 100,000 extra people, what does he think is going on in these border towns for years and years under a Biden presidency with people flowing over the border? Exactly. I mean, towns have been ruined, overtaken. I mean, this is what and the thing is, people like, you know, Governor Abbott, people have been talking about this, like you said, for years. We've been saying, you know, these towns are overrun. These cities are overrun. And look at the influx of people that have come into just to our state alone. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, they're xenophobes. They're racist. He's called us all the names and said all the things. And he talked about how horrible we are for not allowing that. And I mean, it's just. It's unreal. But there again, I mean, I think this goes for a lot of policies that liberals put in place that they they will say that other people are terrible for not wanting those policies until those policies affect them. And that goes for immigration. It goes for crime. It goes for all these things. It's kind of like the people who say defund the police. But then when those people are affected by violent crime, they're like, well, wait a second. I don't understand why I got mugged. Well, you got mugged because you wanted you defunded the police, you moron. And then when <laughs> when crime affects them, then all of a sudden they're like, well, where are the police? I don't understand what their you know thumbs up their butts. Daisy from the chicks on the right with us. Uh, last thing before we let you go here: uh, some places return of the mask, mask mandates coming back to some places, including some schools. I'm curious as to your thoughts. <laughs> I'm so- well, I mean, I didn't really mask the first time, so I'm I'm going to be one of those do not comply people. Um, I just it's it's so funny how they're trying to spin this, and they're and they're already parading Fauci on TV again. I yeah. cannot believe this guy. Are is people buying asked. his act though this time around? Are there people that bought his act the first time buying it again? Is there anybody that's got buyer's remorse, or has the Church of Fauci, Doctor Anthony Fauci, been established and he can do no wrong? I think there are still some people that still love him. They still pray at the altar of Fauci. I think there are still a few. You, you still have your. Don't you all still see some of those people that are in their cars with masks? I mean, there's still a select few that are still doing that. And if you get on Twitter, you can still see that there are people who are. You know, I haven't left my house in three years. There's still some of that. Daisy, houses. there is a house down in Zionsville Village with a sign outside of it that said, Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Oh. I, I walked oh past God. it a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't believe I it. Not. I mean, they, they walk amongst us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're. You know, they welcome us, but they still have their their N95s on, that's for sure. But they're, I mean, they, so they're still out there, and they still believe in all this stuff. And so, but I do think that if if they start doing the lockdowns, because you know it's all, the timing's very 
interesting. Of course, we're coming up on an election. And so I do find it interesting that all the stuff is starting, the narrative is getting out there at a very um, just interesting time. And so they're starting to push it out there. And I do think that if they start, you know, instituting lockdowns and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, I don't think people will comply. I do think there's going to be like revolt. <laughs> I think that people will be like, I'm not going to do this again because people saw it. And there's a lot of people who are going to think critically this time instead of just mindlessly nodding their heads in agreement with the government. They're not going to do it. She is one half of the Chicks on the Right. Check them out, chicksontheright.com. The show, the website, the articles, the whole shebang. Daisy, thank you. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon.